Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people love to think they can do no wrong and that the world revolves around them. And in this episode, Psycho Karens are attacking people with coffee, OP's cheating ex keeps trying to move back into his apartment, and Karens are of course trying to get people fired for ridiculous reasons. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's lineup of stories. Hit subscribe if you haven't, and as always, you can send or link your stories to this email right here. We're diving in, guys. So the place I work at is on a long, dead-end street, filled with other industrial equipment stores and repair shops. As I'm not old enough to have a car, I do drive to work with a moped instead, and it's quite slow but gets the job done. Today, when driving to work, I noticed that there's a large Volvo SUV behind me. In fact, I was surprised it hadn't rear-ended me yet, considering how close it followed me. Where I live, the legal maximum speed limit to all mopeds is 45 kilometers per hour, and the legal speed in a settlement is 50. Some mopeds can go over 45 from factory, but mine has a limiter, so I'm forced to go 45 in a 50 zone, whether I like it or not. Now normally, other drivers have no issues with it, because it's not that much slower to be annoying, but not to this Volvo driver. Soon after, I turned off the main road, and then to my street where my workplace is at. At first, I thought maybe the Volvo driver went on from the first street, but it followed me to the dead-end street. After a short while, it passed me, but so close and so fast that the wind nearly pushed me over. It then slowed down to about two car lengths in front of me and kept going at normal speed. Soon, I reached my workplace, which was a warehouse for an auto parts purchasing website, where my job was to find the right stuff from the shelves, pack it up, and prep it for shipping. Now, this is where things get interesting. Maybe 10 minutes in of me at work, checking out the list of orders I have to complete, I get called into the warehouse manager's office. A lady had walked in claiming that I had stalked her with my moped and wanted me reprimanded or fired. Now obviously I had no idea what was going on. To my knowledge, I was casually commuting to work with my moped. It wasn't long until I realized that the lady was the driver of the Volvo. My manager, who, let's call him Dave, was as confused as I was at first. And he had to call me in to explain what happened. So there I was, explaining to my manager while the Karen was standing there. I say to him, well, I was driving to work when I saw a Volvo SUV sitting dangerously close on my tail. After I turned on the streets, it passed me, and I continued on until I reached here. That's when Karen opens her mouth and says, you were stalking me. I felt you were acting suspiciously when I was first behind you, so I drove as close behind you as possible to see if you'd speed up or not. And clearly you didn't, so obviously you wanted to be close to me. I tell the woman, I'm sorry, but my moped can only go 45. I wanted to speed up, but I couldn't. Karen says, quit lying. You were following me. That's when my manager says, I'm sorry, miss, but it seems like OP was just driving to work and you heavily misunderstood this behavior. That's when she says, no, are you telling me that I'm wrong? I can't be wrong. He wasn't even looking for the building. The whole time, the guy was constantly looking back at me, staring towards me. 
I tell her, Miss, I've worked here for almost three months now, and I know the route pretty well. I don't need to look for it. Also, I wasn't staring towards you the whole time. I kept looking back at you because you were dangerously close to me, and you kept following me. Karen then asked, Are you a weirdo or something? My manager says, Look, miss, I don't find any reason to punish OP in any way because of what happened. In fact, nothing even happened. I'll escort you to the exit if you'd like. Karen replies with, Ugh, fine, but expect me never to use your services ever. You just lost a good customer. She then storms off after that, leaving me and Dave in the office. After I heard that she'd driven off, I quickly went outside to check to see if she'd done anything to my moped. Thankfully, it was just the way I left it. I returned to my job while Dave drove to the store and bought me a pack of cookies and some coffee for having to deal with that lady. So the whole thing turned out to be a win-win scenario. I get a story to tell and some delicious cookies and coffee as well. Guys, I am absolutely baffled at this. Like, the woman has the nerve to call OP a weirdo when she's the one complaining that he's stalking her, when she was behind him the whole freaking time. Like, do you realize how crazy that sounds, lady? And I love how she throws out, you just lost a loyal customer. Like, sure there, Karen, I bet you buy auto parts online every freaking day. Okay, so my husband and I are in our 30s, and we haven't been on a trip out of the country for years. My husband goes every year with his best friend. His reasons for going with him is because they both go to attend sporting events. So this year, my husband told me that I could go with him and his friend, since they were visiting a new destination. My husband paid for my ticket and everything else, since I'm a stay-at-home mom and have no job. The kids were left with my mom. However, when I found out that he had booked first class for himself and his friend while I got to sit in economy, I just couldn't hold my tongue. I confronted him of the situation, and at first, he refused to discuss it with me at all. And when the argument got heated, he yelled, I paid for your ticket for F's sake. Isn't that enough? Then he kept on screaming about how I should stop acting like I was royalty, and that I am not entitled to anything. He even brought up that even economy is fine for me since I technically don't work anyway. I cried because of what he said, and I decided to just not go altogether. At that, he changed his tone and starts begging me to go with what he planned, but I declined. I then went to pick up the kids from mom's house, and he came back three hours later, huffing and buffing about what happened. His friend then sent me a text calling me super entitled, and said this was the reason he didn't want my husband to take me with them, and I just proved his point. At that, I didn't respond, but I just blocked him, since he's gotten increasingly rude over the past few months. My husband said that I keep crying about being excluded, and this is what happens when he finally decides to include me. So am I the a-hole for not settling for economy? By the way, my husband is perfectly capable of financing the trip. Yeah, Opie is definitely not the a-hole at all in this situation, guys. And it seems like the husband should have married his best friend instead. Because what he did was absolutely ridiculous. Like, guys, she didn't find out until she was at the airport that they weren't sitting together. Like, the level of disrespect is so astounding. Opie even said that she's a stay-at-home mom and doesn't contribute much to finances. But damn, dude, that's no reason to buy your own wife an economy ticket while you idiots sit in first class, especially when you can afford it. And don't even get me started on the friend harassing OP saying that she's acting entitled. Like, I'm sorry, man, you have no say in this because you didn't even buy your own damn first class ticket. So pretty much everyone's saying that the husband is the a-hole in this situation, and OP needs to run from that relationship because he doesn't see her as an equal. But guys, let me know what you think. Comment down below.
So I'm a 21-year-old male, and I have this ex named Angelica, who's 20 years old. Her and I have had an on-and-off relationship since we were 15, but it got serious when COVID hit, and I had to move back to my hometown. We got an apartment together, and very soon, she starts spending a lot of time with her cousin. Long story short, she's cheating on me with a guy, and we break up. We've been broken up 9 months at this point. For 7 of those months, her phone has been on my phone bill and she owes me like $500. I'm thinking, fine, whatever, I'll never see that $500 and she always makes excuses to pay me back. That's life. That's my own fault for letting her keep using me as a cash cow. She also took my car when we broke up and I let her because I was too afraid that she'd try to take my apartment too. Anyways, it's 9 months past our breakup. I get a message saying, hey, I'm pregnant when I'm on the way home from work, so I don't respond. I'm thinking, this is nine months past being my problem. It's definitely not my baby. She then messages me again saying, my boyfriend and I have nowhere to stay. Still, nine months past my problem. So a little bit about Angelica. She's never worked a day in her life, she's super entitled, and she lives off the disability check from her boyfriend, and she spends 99% of it on weed and fast food. She's also never paid rent, and she's documented to never pay rent. Anyways, she tells me, my name is still on the lease, so we're gonna have to move in in September. I tell her, your name's not on the lease, it was renewed last month and I took your name off, I'm sorry. That's when she messages me telling me that I'm an a-hole and saying that she's moving in because she has nowhere for her baby and her three dogs to stay. Now mind you, my apartment is more like a studio and barely fits me, let alone two other people and three dogs. I tell her that's not happening. I'm moving out of town anyway, so come pick up your crap that you've left at my apartment for nine months. Angelica says no, and she says if I throw it away, she's gonna call police and press charges on me. I tell her it doesn't matter because when I move, I'm throwing it away. She later called my landlord and told him that I was planning to move out. I got upset at this and I told her I ran the numbers on the car and it's still in my name. I told her to get the car out of my name now or I'm repossessing it or she can leave me alone. At that, she starts bawling on call asking how I could do this to her and her unborn child and I was condemning her and her child to be homeless. She also still has a gun in my name, and I told her to give it back or I'm calling the police. I'm really considering repossessing the car since it was mine from the start, and it's still in my name. She doesn't deserve to get a free car handed to her, and she needs to wake up. She keeps saying that she needs a place to stay, and she has to stay in my apartment, and that I'm ruining her and her baby's life. Like, it's literally my apartment that she's never once paid rent on. I don't know how she thinks she's entitled to just live in my apartment, with the guy that she cheated on me with, and their three dogs. I hope the baby ends up okay. It's not the baby's fault that the mother is a super entitled spoiled brat, but I also hope being homeless and carless wakes her up. So here's the update. Her and her boyfriend came to my apartment and returned the gun and picked up her stuff. Her boyfriend then proceeded to wave his own gun around and demanded to be put on the lease so they could move in. That's when I called the cops and they booked it out of there before the cops arrived. I'm not sure about the rest. Yeah, this sounds like a freaking huge mess and Opie definitely should have reported her to the police a long time ago. Especially since she kept a gun that was registered in his name and she still has his car which is also under his name for almost a year. Like, it's so crazy to know that after 9 months of them being broken up and her having a baby with another dude, She's still driving Opie's car around. Like, what in the world, sir? Go get back your stuff and ghost her. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so this happened a few years back. I was 16 years old at the time, and I was working at a buffet restaurant in an amusement park. The incident was in peak season, on a day with over 20,000 visitors at the park. On these days, people will have to stand in line for everything. Coffee, bathroom, food, park rides, etc. The park that I worked for offered annual tickets, which basically pays themselves off if you visit the park more than five times a year. When you're an annual ticket holder, you're eligible for some other perks as well. One of them being unlimited refills of coffee if you buy a special travel mug at the amusement park. The mug was priced around $10, so a good investment for people that visit the park often. As I became more familiar with the job, I noticed that specific times of the day saw a huge rush of customers wanting food, drinks, etc. at our restaurant. We had several names for different waves of people, but the worst of them was the lion's rush. At noon, a show with the park's lions commenced, and about 45 minutes later, the whole crowd rushes to our restaurant, as we were the closest one to the lions. This meant that up to 100 people could be standing in line for refreshments, or to order at the buffet, and so on. At the time, the restaurant only had one register, and the person behind the register would have to juggle a whole bunch of tasks to keep everyone happy. Things like brewing coffee, taking orders, keeping track of allergies, alerting other employees about said allergies, and so on. On top of this, you had to be a nice, welcoming amusement park employee that answered all the visitors' questions with a smile. As you can imagine, this can be really stressful at times, and combined with high summer temperatures, you're bound to be a dehydrated wreck if you have register duty for a long period of time. Well, back to the story. So some minutes before the lion's rush, I was asked to handle the register. I was the fastest worker behind the register, and I was often put behind the register during the lion's rush. Fast forward some minutes, and people start rolling into the restaurant. The queue rapidly expands, and my fingers are hard at work at the register, while still juggling all the other tasks at the register, like making coffee, giving directions, etc. At this time, during peak week in the park, during peak hours of the peak week, easily the most stressful time of the whole year in our establishment, a Karen emerges. She was an exact replica of my name is Karen and I would like to speak to the manager, memes. She had short hair, she was kind of chubby, at about 5 foot 4. She had sunglasses on top of her forehead, and she was obviously an entitled bitch, just judging by her appearance. The woman has an annual ticket, and she bought the unlimited refill coffee mug, and she wants some coffee. At the register, the coffee pots are located to my left. People that only want coffee can help themselves if they have the unlimited refills mug. I would just nod at them and they would fill up their cup. 
As the queue at this time was so immense, the Karen stood in line for what she thought was coffee. But this was, in reality, the line for food and drinks. As she moves further into the venue and realizes that she hadn't needed to stand in line for 30 minutes, the woman snaps immediately. She then sprint waddles to the coffee pots and she says, You could have said the effing line was for food, not coffee. I tell her, I'm so sorry ma'am, but we're so crowded right now. Is there anything else I can help you with? The woman then snorts and gives me a fake smile. Now keep in mind, I'm also helping other customers at the time, and Karen interrupts them. I continue taking their order, and Karen fills up her cup. At this time, the coffee pot is empty, and Karen manages to fill her cup about three quarters of the way up. Now in the midst of all the people, taking orders and so on, I've actually forgotten to brew new coffee. The coffee maker has a countdown that's visible to the customers, and it takes about three minutes to brew a new pot. The Karen then screams, there's no more effing coffee left. Give me a fresh pot. To which I say, sure ma'am, coming right up. I then turn to the coffee brewer and I see that I'll have to brew a new one, as I've forgotten in the last 10 minutes. I then turn to Karen and say, I'm sorry ma'am, but it'll be a few minutes until a new pot is ready. I can see the veins on her forehead and her face is turning bright red as I tell her this. She then yells and says, what the hell? I've paid for this and I demand coffee right now. I'm not waiting. I tell her, ma'am, I've just started brewing a new pot, just keep an eye on the countdown. When it reaches zero, your coffee will be ready. Now I'm kind of fuming on my insides at this point, but I won't let her get to me. Now, the Karen can't believe that I don't give her my undivided attention, and she starts mumbling things to herself. And then out of nowhere, she throws her hot coffee at me, hitting me directly in the face, and she screams, Go to hell! It burned, and I did do a bit of a stumble, but I managed to stay on my feet. The Karen then sprint waddles out of the venue, but she's stopped by another customer, a huge guy who we'll call Bob. He grabs her by the arms. The guy's not having any of her crap, and he holds her tight until park security arrives. The woman is screaming and crying when they arrive, and she says that she's been harassed during her visit, that I've been harassing her. We're then taken to my manager's office, where I explain the incident, show my red face and neck, and have the other customers, including Bob, confirm my side of the story. The managers find this incident so serious that he doesn't want the entitled woman to ever visit the park again, and he contacts the local police. The Karen gets taken away by police officers, and she's charged for assault. The woman was then banned for life. Ugh, this reminds me of the woman who threw hot soup in an employee's face a few months back and was arrested, guys. And I'm glad this psycho woman was arrested and charged. Like, if you lose your temper over waiting three minutes for coffee and decide to throw scalding hot coffee at someone, you gotta be locked up forever. You're an animal at that point. And for all of you who want to know, OP did make a full recovery and there was no scarring and no damaged skin, which is awesome to hear. So this literally just happened and I'm pissed. So a little background. My uncle owns a large, well-known kitchenware company. For this reason, he furnishes his nieces and nephews with all kitchenware stuff when they move into their own living space. He gives anything from pots and pans to Tupperware, kitchen knives, and forks. I moved into this apartment two years ago with three other girls. For reasons, one of the other girls and I have decided to move out and into our own apartment next year. I was discussing this with one of the roommates who's staying in our current apartment. I've had issues with her before, but this takes the cake. So this is the conversation between us. I tell her, hey, I've got a pack up in here. I don't remember what everyone owns, but I know that this brand of kitchenware stuff is mine. 
That's when my roommate tells me, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, it was really nice of your uncle to give us all that stuff. But I did get a few things from that brand. So you think you can leave half of it in case I bought it? At that I say, uh, what? Now I know you might have bought a few things, but I know you can't get a lot of the stuff he gave me in stores. Now she didn't know this, but most of it was prototypes and stuff they only sell to employees. At that she says, yeah, but you don't know what's yours. And you are the one who decided to move out and make it difficult for the rest of us. We need some compensation for that. I say to her, "Uh, excuse me, you don't deserve any of my stuff. It was given to me and I will be taking it with me when I go. She says, do you have to? I mean, really, it was a gift, so you should give some to us. We deserve it since you're leaving. I tell her, no, that's the end of discussion. I'm done. I'll be taking my stuff with me. Hearing that, she argues and says, it's not yours. Your uncle gave it to you, so technically it's his. And you've been letting us all use it for two years, so I really think it's all of ours. Don't you agree? At that I say, no, I don't agree. She then tells me that I'm being rude and selfish, and I tell her I don't care. It's my stuff, it was given to me, and by law, it's mine. So end of story. And that's when she drops this jam. She says, you know what? I should just call the cops on you for stealing my property if you try to take it on move-out day. I ask her, how the hell do you think that'll work? She says, well, they'll obviously understand that it's my stuff you're trying to take. I tell her it was given to me. I'm done with this conversation. Now, things were okay for a bit until I started to pack up my kitchenware today, super early in the morning, when I knew no one else would be up. Tonight, I had a friend over watching some shows when I suddenly hear loud yelling from the kitchen and then feet marching up the stairs. There was then a furious pounding on my door, and my dog starts to bark like crazy. I calm my pup down and pause the show before she could start screaming at me. Basically, she was mad that I put my set of measuring cups into a box, and we have three sets, and apparently she likes my set the best. The following conversation ensues. She screams at me and says, What's the point of putting away the measuring cups now? You have a few months before you move out. She was in fact shrieking when she said this to me. I tell her I just want to get my stuff ready and since we have a lot of those cups, I figured people wouldn't need them. She says, I need them. I use them all the time. I tell her, well, there's always others there to use. Like I said, I pack them up because we have way too many. She says, you shouldn't be doing that. We need to use all of your stuff. You should wait until last minute so we're not inconvenienced. At that I say, I'm sorry, but it's my stuff. I can pack it up when I want, and I figured this would be easier for everyone so you can all start to get replacement items instead of having to buy everything at once when I leave. That's when my friend chimes in and says, that sounds smart to me. I'd like it that way so I don't have to spend so much money at once. My roommate looks at her and says, I wasn't talking to you. My friend says, whoa, calm down. I was just trying to help. She then screams at me and says, You're so selfish and rude. Apparently, your friends are too. Okay, it was at this point I start getting really pissed off. Now, I'm not very good at standing up for myself, but don't mess with people I care about. That's when I'll come after you. I tell her, that's enough. You need to leave this area now because I'm done talking to you. But before my friend leaves tonight, I expect an apology and not some BS version either. She then calls me the worst roommate ever and tells me that I'm so self-centered and I only act all righteous in front of my friends and that she's sick of me. That's what she said as she huffed to her room. And that's not the first time I've had to put my foot down in front of her. And I think she knows better than to mess with me at these times. My friend and I went back to watching our show and then I drove her home and we never did get that apology. 
Yeah, so how many of you think that OP's roommate didn't buy anything and was just trying to score free kitchenware? And it's so funny that she brought up multiple times that OP moving out and taking her stuff is inconveniencing her. But that, my friends, is our slash entitled people, right? Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe if you haven't already. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, I'll link it right here. A Karen fires OP and accidentally destroys her husband's business. It's such a crazy story. So go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.